last few weeks I've been in this preaching series entitled Let Me Be Great. Today we're lifting Mark chapter 12 verses 28 to 34. I want to read one verse again in your hearing. Verses 29 to 31. The most important commandment Jesus answered is this Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. The second is this Love your neighbor as yourself. There's no commandment greater than these. Amen. I want to preach as the Holy Spirit shall give me help from the topic, Living by the Law of Love. Living by the Law of Love. Lord, bless your word. Bless your preacher. Your words, my mouth. In Jesus' name. Amen. There are countless discussions and debates concerning the dynamic and nature of greatness. One time or another, most of us have participated in some discussion and or debate about the dynamic and nature of greatness. More significantly, most of us have participated in a discussion and or debate about the who's who and what's what of greatness. Whether it's a debate about MJ, Kobe, Kareem, LeBron, or Jim Brown, Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, or Eric Dickerson, most of us have debated and discussed about greatness. Whether it's Abraham Lincoln, Bill Clinton, Lyndon Baines Johnson, Barack Hussein Obama, or Harriet Tubman, Fannie Lou Hamer, Rosa Parks, or Oprah Winfrey. Most of us have discussed and debated the nature and who's who of greatness. Whether it's Sam Cooke, Aretha Franklin, Stevie Wonder, Prince Rogers Nelson, or Stephen King, J.K. Rowling, Walter Mosley, or Terry McMillan, most of us have discussed and debated the nature of greatness. Whether it's friendship, manhood, scholarship, fortitude, manly deeds, most of us have discussed the nature and dynamic of greatness. Whether it's Jay-Z, Biggie, Tupac, Missy Elliott, Esther, Mary, Sarah, or Rahab. Most of us have discussed and debated the nature and who's who of greatness. According to this New Testament text, Jesus is engaged in a discussion and debate concerning 
not the who's who, but what is what of greatness. An anonymous religious leader raises a question about what commandments are the greatest, important, and most significant of all the commandments. According to the Old Testament Mosaic Law, Jesus could have lifted Deacon Greer one of the 613 commandments, or he could have made his way to Exodus chapter 20 and lifted one of the 10 major commandments that were articulated by Moses. But Jesus does not lift one of the 613, nor does Jesus lift one of the 10 that Moses articulated. But Jesus, Reverend Johnson, makes his way to Deuteronomy chapter 6 and Leviticus 19 verse 18 and combines those two commandments to make the great commandments of love God with all your mind, heart, soul, strength, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. According to Jesus, the great commandments and most important and significant commandments don't have to do with coveting, adultery, putting other gods before our God, but Jesus summarizes the 10 into two and says, if you really want to know the great commandment and what's most important, then I want you to love God with all your mind, soul, strength, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. According to our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ, the great commandments call us to love God with all of our heart, mind, soul, strength, and love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Greatness, according to Jesus, is grounded and rooted in love. If we're going to be great, watch chapel, then we have to love. If we're going to be great people of God, then we have to love. If we're going to be great, let me run it by you again, then we have to live by the law of love. Greatness is contingent upon our willingness to love God with all of our heart, soul, strength, and mind and love one another the way we love ourselves. As Christians, our greatness is based upon our willingness to live by the law of love. And as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, the perfect love gift of Almighty God, we ought to commit this day forward to living by the law of love. We are called not to live by any other law except the law of love. Loving God with all of our mind, soul, strength, and heart. Loving our neighbors as we love ourselves. While we are called to live by the law of love, sometimes, if the truth be known, we live by other stuff except the law of love. Help me preach on this Sunday morning. We're called to love but sometimes we live by the laws of assuming and antagonization. We're called to love, but sometimes we blame and bellyache. We're called to love, but sometimes we covet and critique. We're called to love, but sometimes we gossip, grumble, slander, and sabotage. 
We're called to love, but sometimes we forsake, forget, misrepresent, and manipulate. We're called to love, but sometimes we demean, discriminate, lust, like, hate, and hurt. Yet Jesus calls us to live by the law of love. As followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, our greatness is contingent upon living by the law of love. Love God with all your heart, soul, strength, mind. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. And let me preach this for the grown folk in the sanctuary. Love is a choice. Somebody who's grown in spiritual needs to be reminded love ain't just a feeling. Love ain't lusting after somebody. Love ain't liking somebody. Love ain't warm fuzzies. For those of us who are grown and have been in love and know what love is and know what love ain't, you know that love ain't just feeling good about somebody or something at a particular season or moment in your life. I need the grown folk to say amen. Love is a choice. Listen to too much Keith Sweat. Listen to too much Ron Isley. Love ain't just a feeling. Because those of us who know what love is, you don't always feel like loving folk. You don't always feel like loving the dog, the cat, the ferret. Don't always feel like loving God, the church. Love is a choice. Saying this to bless somebody, lest we ruin our lives, we confessing and professing love for folk based upon a feeling. It's May right now. Keep on living. June, you may not feel like loving that. Choice and a decision. How do you love, live by the law of love? Yes, yeah, a choice. But how does Jesus articulate that we live by the law of love? We Living by the law of love requires that we love God completely. Look at the text, watch chapel. Let's slow walk it. Love God with all your heart, your soul, your strength and your mind. As we live by the law of God, love, loving and living by the law of love requires that we love God completely. I'm not holding anything back. I'm not just loving God with my mind. I'm just not loving God with a part or piece of who I am. But I'm loving God with everything I bring to the table. And living by the law of love requires that we not segregate our lives into 
pieces like a piece of pie or pizza where we've cut up our lives and say, I'm going to give God my best on Sunday. Well, I'm going to give God my mind, but I'm not giving God my energy. I'm going to give God Sunday, but I'm not going to give God Monday or Wednesday or Friday night. But loving God and living by the law of love requires that we bring everything to the table and love God with all that we have. <clears throat> Let me help somebody in here on this Sunday morning. Let's we think God is not deserving of loving him with all that we have. Had it not been for God, you wouldn't have what you have. Couldn't go where we go. Can I preach this? Without God, you wouldn't have a mind to think. Without God, you wouldn't have a heart to feel. Without God, you wouldn't have a spirit that could be stimulated. Without God, we wouldn't have strength. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. And since God gives it, we ought to give it back to God in loving God with all that we have. My hands belong to God. My heart belongs to God. My head belongs to God. My my feet belong to God. My car belongs to God. My money belongs to God. Everything I have belongs to God because God is the giver and I ought to give back to God what God gave me and love God completely. Not just loving God completely. But I got to love others compassionately. I love God completely. But I got to love others compassionately. Love God with all your mind, your soul, your strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love is giving what I need and want myself. And I dare you to think about what you have needed in life and what you want. And love is giving to others what we need and what we want. Everybody, the choir stand to the parking lot, needs compassion. You, you don't need it right now, but tomorrow the sun's going to rise. You don't need it on Sunday, but you may lose your job in the next seven days. You don't need it right now. You may be walking behind a casket in 10 days. You don't need it right now. You may be in a hospital in 14 days. Go on, preach, Pastor. You don't need it right now, but you don't know what life has for you and I. Life can throw a curveball, a screwball, a knuckleball where I'm riding high on Sunday, but some tragedy, some misfortune, some trauma, some drama takes place where I need compassion. He 
morning. Let me dare preach with authority on this Sunday morning. Your neighbor ain't just the folk that look like you, think like you, live like you, or live in your neighborhood. We got to learn to expand our broaden our horizons of compassion and neighbor. Don't mind being compassionate to folk who are chocolate like us. Regardless of the shade of chocolate, we don't mind that. Don't mind being compassionate to folk that believe what we believe and think how we think and live how we live and smell like we smell and do what we do. But are we big enough and loving enough and sanctified enough and holy enough to love the people that don't think like we think? Who don't have lifestyles like our lifestyles. Love my neighbor compassionately. They ain't been exposed to what you've been exposed to. They, they ain't had a mama that brought them to church like your mama brought you to church. <clears throat> they don't have the education you have, but are you going to love them anyway? They ain't had big mama who prayed over them like your big mama prayed over you, but are you going to love them anyway? They ain't been exposed or blessed with what you've been blessed with. But are we going to be big enough and big-hearted enough to love them compassionately anyway? Anybody can love folk who are easy to love. Anybody can love the folk that make straight A's. Anybody can love the folk that vote in every election. Anybody can love the folk that smell good on Sunday morning. Anybody can love the folk that ain't addicted to some toxic substance. But can you love the folk that are challenging to extend compassion to? I got to love God. Completely. Love others compassionately. But I got to love myself correctly. I got to love myself correctly. Because if I don't love myself correctly, I'm not going to love others compassionately. When I say correctly, let me bless somebody on this Sunday morning. You ain't a little God that is deserving of worship. Yeah, you, you, you made in the image of God, but you ain't a God. You fine, but you, but you ain't a God. You... You handsome, but you ain't a God. You, you mama's baby, but you ain't my baby. <laughs> Let me say this for somebody on the other extreme. You are made in the image of God. You are the apple of God's eye. You, Jesus loved you so much that he went to a hill to die for you. So you got worth. Dignity and value. You are 
Come here, Jesse, somebody. Sometimes we don't know how to treat ourselves correctly. We at the extreme where we think everybody is supposed to bow down and pay homage to us, or we at the other extreme where our self-esteem is so low that we take anything off of anybody under the guise of being humble. Heck no. Wish I could preach it the way I wanted to preach it. Amen in here. Love yourself correctly. Do you challenge yourself to be your best? Or do you give yourself excuses? You seeking to be and do your best? Or are you making excuses on why you cannot be and do your best? Love yourself correctly enough to be the best God calls you to be. I live by the law of love. I got to love God completely. I got to love others compassionately. I got to love myself correctly. But I got to remind myself, love is a choice. If I'm going to really live by the law of love, let me close this. I got to be a copycat. Somebody said, hey, ain't nothing wrong with being a copycat as long as you copy in the right cat. No better cat to copy than our Savior and Lord Almighty God. I said love is a choice. You got to remind yourself that love is a choice. And if I'm going to copy any cat, I got to copy almighty God. God, come on, help me now, is not fussy. God does not play favorites. God doesn't choose to love this crowd and not love that crowd. But God makes a choice concerning who God loves. And I'm so glad that I'm a part of the crowd that God loves. For God so loved the world that he gave, that's a choice, his only begotten son. That's a choice that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish. But he gave his God, his son, the only gift of God. That's a choice for our salvation. God doesn't love us based on God's emotions, but God loves us because God made a choice. We messed up, but God still makes a choice. We don't dot every I or cross every T, but God makes a choice. We're fickle sometimes, but God makes a choice. Don't come to worship the way we ought to, but God makes a choice. Don't talk the way we ought to, but God makes a choice. But God so loved the world, y'all ain't talking to me. Let me go to Romans 5, verse 8. While we were yet sinners, God loved the world. And thank 
God that God makes a choice and he's making the choice right now to keep on loving, to keep on redeeming, to keep on believing, to keep on blessing, to keep on believing the best about you and I. So you and I have no good excuse but to keep on loving God, keep trying our best to love God with all your mind, all your soul, and all that God gives. For God first loved us. I got to love God back because he so loved me first. Can I close the way I want to close? Yes! Jesus loves me. Yes! Jesus cares. Do not know why he loved me so, but thank God that he loves me. Loves me. you. I said he loves you. He loves you. Let me help somebody. This is the gospel right here. There's nothing we can do to make God stop loving us. That's the gospel. I said God loves you unconditionally. God loves us unconditionally. You and I can live by the law of love. I'm loving God completely. I'm loving others compassionately. I'm loving myself correctly. And I'm remembering that love is a choice. Stand to your feet if you're able. My brother, my sister, there's somebody right now, you needed to hear that word this morning. God loves you unconditionally and we want you to experience the love of Almighty God if you don't have a if you're not saved I want you to come right now to accept the gift of salvation come on walk down the aisle wherever you are you've gotten away from God you want to rededicate your relationship to the Lord Jesus Christ you want to get back in fellowship with Jesus you don't have a church home, but you're here. The Holy Spirit is moving in your life, challenging you, compelling you to make your way down the aisle. Come on, sister. Come on, brother. Or you're saved, but you don't have a church home. Come on, sister. Come on, brother. Today's the day for you to be reminded that God loves you. God because he first loved me. Is anybody in that crowd? I love God because God first loved me. Come on, sister. Come. There's somebody here today. I know you need a church home. You want to accept the gift of salvation. Come on. The Holy Spirit's telling me there's somebody right now. Come on, sister. Come on, brother. Lord, I pray right now in Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, do your work. Draw this brother, draw this sister who needs a church home, who needs a Savior, compel, draw. Holy Spirit, tear down strongholds, eliminate excuses. Touch their life right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, sister. Come on, brother. 
Today's the day for you. You've been visiting. You've been worshiping. Come on, sister. Come on, brother. Watch up. I want you to be an evangelist right now. Be an evangelist. Ask your person to your right, to your left, in front of you, behind you. Do you want to accept Jesus today? Do you want to join the church today? Tell them I'll walk with you. We got enough watch chapel saved deltas. Come on. Enough of y'all saved in here. Amen. Come on. Come on, somebody. My brother, my sister, you might be online. Go to the next steps tab. Unite with us online. Maybe somebody. Amen. Be seated. Amen. We thank you for worshiping with us today. Once again, Watch Chapel, thank you for your overwhelming support yesterday. Told you we had a goal of $10,000. We raised over $20,000. Amen. To provide clean water to people places where water is not accessible and available. We'll see you on Monday night for Mental Health Mondays. Let's stay, be seated for the benediction. Follow the direction of our ushers. May the grace of our Lord and Savior, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us until we shall meet again. The people of God said amen. 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 Follow the direction of our ushers. We've been singing love songs to our God all day. Here's one more. As you step out, help us sing this love song to our God. Why? Because he first loved me. Hallelujah. Show me when you gave your only son. I really. 